Welcome to The Athletic MBA Show, Monday through Friday, on The Athletic Podcast Network. This is Nerdish You Wrote with your host, Dave Dufour. With Mo DeKeel. Are you ready to be entertained? And Seth Partnow. I wish I could do mouth sirens like uh, the guy from Police Academy. Michael Winslow. Yeah, Michael Winslow. Uh, emergency athletic NBA show pod nerder she wrote trade. Uh, what are we calling this? Instant reaction? Bonanza. Something. Uh, I'm Dave DeFore. Obviously very excited. We got Seth Part now. We got Mo DeKeel. We have uh, amazingly... Super producer Mike Smeltz and also <laughs> host of the Glue Guys on the Athletic Podcast Network. Somehow, yep. despite talking to Mike every single week for hours, this is the first time we've ever done a podcast together or with the four of us. So, um, you know, welcome to the dream team. Mike. I'm honored. I'm blessed. I'm so excited to be here in this uh, crazy moment with you all. Yeah, oh, no, Dave, okay. I've been on I've been on the Glue Guys podcast. Yeah, me too. I, I've probably <laughs> so. Oh, I haven't. Oh. I hope you guys would bring that up. All right. Well, all right. my podcasting uh disrespect here uh notwithstanding, there was a big 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 trade in the NBA, obviously as everyone already knows by now, the Houston Rockets have traded James Harden. In return, they get Victor Oladipo. Oh yeah. The Pacers are involved in this. Uh, so they get Victor Oladipo. They get Dante Exum. Oh, yeah. The Cavs are involved in this trade. They get Rodion's Currents. Three Brooklyn Net first rounders. A Milwaukee first in 2022, unprotected. Four Brooklyn first round swaps. Uh, that's a haul for, for Houston. The Nets, they trade Karis LeVert. They lose Jared Allen. Torian Prince, Kuritz, the, the picks and all that, they get James Harden. The Pacers trade Victor Oladipo to Houston. They receive Karis LeVert and a late second from Cleveland. Uh, the Cavs, they trade Dante Exum, Milwaukee's unprotected 2022 first rounder and a late second and pick up Jarrett Allen and Tarian Prince. Uh, Big Waz also just popped on and I told him to come in hot, but you know, I was just going through the trade, so he didn't. Uh, welcome to Waz. Uh, I want to start because, listen, guys, I, I think that the big takeaway, the thing that just jumps out at me as I look at this is the Cleveland Cavaliers just got a replacement for Andre Drummond. This is awesome. <laughs> all right. So how's all right? How's how's the Harden thing going to work? And I'm going to start with Mike Smeltz because, Mike, look, you you know the Nets as well as anybody. That's right. Is KD requesting a trade in February or is he going to wait until after they're eliminated <laughs> by the Brooklyn Nets so or by, biggest, by the Boston Celtics? My biggest question is, okay, I think the sense of urgency was from the Houston side, not reporting anything, obviously, not that I know anything, but I would imagine the sense of urgency was from the Houston side. How urgent were the Brooklyn Nets to make this deal because of what's been going on with Kyrie and his... Uh, uh, I don't know how to d- define it, right? His his uh, absence, sabbatical, sabbatical, yeah, sabbatical. sabbatical, right? So how how urgent is that from their side? And and the fear for a Nets perspective is that 
the Sean Marks is getting a feeling that Kyrie will not be a reliable presence on the team. So is that why they were so motivated to give up every sort of asset that they could? I mean, still, though, if I'm just going to be honest, it's still a great trade for the Nets in the present because here's what they gave up. They gave up a bunch of Jacob Evans-level draft picks and Jared Allen and Karis LeVert for the greatest offensive player of his generation. So I don't I know there's like fear and anxiety how are they all going to fit uh but ultimately what they gave up is like Karis LeVert good, Jared Allen good for one of the greatest offensive players in the history of mm-hmm. the NBA, which is like usually a pretty good thing to have on your team. Yeah, I mean, was offense a big problem for this Brooklyn Nets team? I, I, you know, I know the season's early, but um, yeah, it's the defense is an issue, I think. And see, I, but, but see, Dave, I think that it doesn't matter. It doesn't. I, matter. I, I think there's a difference between what the Denver Nuggets were on offense last year and the KD Warriors were on offense, right? Like that's right. a different by degrees and by measures. Like one is an elite offense. Nobody would ever say Denver's offense last year wasn't quality and that you wouldn't love for your team to be that efficient and reliable at bucket getting, but it's not KD, Steph, and Klay Thompson. Right. Right. And I think what Brooklyn is trying to do is be KD, Steph, and Klay Thompson offensively, not whatever Denver was last year, which I respect. I'm not saying they're going to be that. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, they'll be better. They'll be better. Absolutely, they'll be better. I'm not saying they're going to be that, but that's the theory of the offense when you bring these guys together, is what I would assume is, is the theory is that we're going to be the most unstoppable force ever known to man. So that's, you know, and now <laughs> I know we have to talk about the defense, which is, Let's face it. Uh, uh, before we even before we even get into that, was before we even get into that, what you're saying on offense only works if James Harden is actually going to work off the ball, right? Like if this is James Harden when I give up the ball and I'm just no, going to be my turn in the your corner turn. and not move and not do anything, that's not going to work. I, I right? disagree. Like, I think it's going to work just fine. <laughs> like, if James Harden doesn't work at all, if James Harden doesn't move off the ball, I think he's, he's got to change a- how he plays. But see, my thing is, there's a difference between like, you know, when when your floor is spaced, right, and the guy that's in the corner is Karis LeVert or is Ben McElmore or is even fucking KCP. Like, it's James Harden now. Like, that's just it's not gonna be James Harden gravity. in the corner. No, it's not going to be James Harden in the corner. It's going to be James Harden. James Harden's going to go stand near half court, like what he does. Well, this is is what he does. That's fair. I think that's what he did in Houston. I don't know that that's what he has to do in Brooklyn. I don't. You know, maybe I'm being optimistic. Seth, jump in there, bro. No, so there's two things going on here. One is there's a real concern that this that like this offense might. Uh, maybe they won't be less than the sum of the parts, but they might only be the sum of the parts where, you know, KD, Steph and Clay, because Clay is such a, you know, is, is perhaps, you know, is, is one of the best pure off ball scorers we've seen that, 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 that they, they became more than the sum of their parts. So you're, you're not going to get that synergy, but the parts sum to something pretty good. I think the analogy I'd almost use though is, is more like the, the super awesome version of last year's OKC. 
where you have these three ball dominant guys mm-hmm. who maybe take gotcha. some turns and you get some advantages because, you know, last year, Dennis Schroeder had a great year because the best perimeter defenders were guarding Shea and Chris Paul the whole time. And so the, who's the third best guy who's going to be, who's the third best guy guarding? Is he going to be guarding Kyrie? Um, Probably. Is so that's that. That's man. maybe um, where, if Kyrie's where playing. That's the other man. Thing I don't know, this, man. Right? I think Kyrie so, in pick and roll with even DeAndre Jordan, with or James Harden in pick and roll with DeAndre Jordan, with the other two guys just being there makes them fucking hard to stop, bro. It, it's gonna like, be hard to stop no matter what. Like, but it's extremely just, hard to stop. Gonna, but like, how does that be hard? Right, but like here, but why? It's like it's 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 not always going to be hard. And my concern really is Will Harden move stuff. Look at the actions the Nets run. They run a lot of off ball yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's fair. It's not, it's not ISO. A lot. It's, it's not an ISO <laughs> game, right? And yeah, look, James is out of shape too. Like he needs to get back into shape. He needs to get going. Like it's not a uh, he's it, it's been a little bit of a struggle. And I'm sure he's going to be motivated. I'm. I'm almost positive he would come in with the attitude of I'm going to the change and, and, and well, he wants to be there. Right. 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 And he's going to, and try what to- we're hearing is everything that, that we saw in Houston so far this year, whether it's being out of shape, whether it's being uninterested in, in playing with your right. teammates or whatever, right, right, it was right, all right. about being unhappy there because it wasn't going to work. So, I mean, I guess now we'll find out if he's going to, is he going to go on keto? <laughs> you know, <laughs> Does he know about Magic Spoon? He should go check out Magic I Spoon. Mean, I mean, uh, all right. So we don't have a ton of time, but there was there was a lot to this trade. Obviously, um, we have uh, to talk about the rest of this. Yeah, we got to. Well, because here's the thing: the important, the the other two most important pieces are Oladipo and Karis LeVert. Yes. And I think, man, you know, we were talking before we started recording, and we all agreed Indiana sneaking in there. And picking up Karis LeVert and moving Oladipo, and that, that was a huge move. That's a, that's very very savvy, I think. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it helps, especially since you know we're still working off the theory of Victor Oladipo more so than who he's shown himself to be since he's come back from that really bad dislocated kneecap. Which just saying that freaking word <laughs> gives me the chills. Like, goddamn, bro. Um, so, you know, it's a nice move for Indiana. I think it keeps them being Indiana, you know, which is what they've been for basically four years now. I, I, I like the deal. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering how you guys feel about Oladipo as an acquisition and all that other stuff that Houston got, as opposed to Ben Simmons. Well, you know, I think the Oladipo part, I mean, you guys could probably disagree with this. I think that's just a money move. I think mm-hmm. he's an expiring mm. contract. Mm. Yep. I think all they wanted to do there, they, I mean, Levert's contract is good. It, I think it's like 15 million for the next two years per year. But mm-hmm. Oladipo's expiring. If you look at the deal that they made, we know about Tillman Fertitta's <laughs> money issues. It, it doesn't shock me that Houston didn't try to maximize talent in this trade. What they really mm-hmm. maximized is flexibility and future long-term asset type play things that, you know, Really, if you make this deal, you, why don't you keep Jared Allen and extend him? I know they have Christian Wood. Right. Keep him and extend him. Keep Karis LeVert. I would rather – I think everyone in the league, I, don't, I, I would imagine nine out of ten people would say they'd rather have Karis LeVert over Oladipo at this right. point. Right, one hundred percent. I don't think Jared way, Allen was ever was ever going to Houston. I think Jared yeah, Allen was so. part of uh, part of the the cost of getting uh, Cleveland to take 
Tarion Prince's contract, which Brooklyn needed to do it. So it, that that's more just like a side thing that needed to happen. I don't. He's I collateral don't think, damage. Yeah, I don't think that should be viewed as as Houston deciding they didn't want him. Um, I just I don't think there was there was a mechanically a way for 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 that to you know for him to end up there. So the Oladipo thing is interesting because he has looked more like pre-injury Oladipo so far this season, but it's still, it's a crapshoot. And, and I think if you're Houston, it's a pretty good gamble. This, this is, it, it's obviously not the same caliber of player, but it's very similar to uh, picking up Kawhi Leonard for, for Toronto, right? Let's see how he looks. And if he's really good, it's a benefit to us. And if he's not, Okay, he's expiring after a year. And if he's going to leave, okay, no big deal because, you know, we got all these picks and all this other stuff. So it is not an awful move, I think, in the short term. Uh, obviously, the Harden thing wasn't going to work, and you've got a guy who's playing. So that's that's huge. Uh, I think there's no question about what they're going to be trying to do offensively now. They're, they're clearly going to be pushing the ball in transition. Like, this is going to look more like a John Wall team, I think. And Oladipo... I think he's shown the ability to play very, very well in that environment. When when Indiana pushes the ball, Oladipo is scary. His ability to shoot that that pull up three in transition, that thing that he added that first year in in Indiana, he's still doing that. It looks good. So there's the the worry there is that that Oladipo has a little bit of part of the reason I think Indiana wanted to make this trade is it's never really. Uh, worked with Oladipo alongside Brogdon. And it, 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 mm-hmm. there's no reason it shouldn't work given their skill sets other than like, I think Oladipo wants to be the guy with the ball in his hands. And now he's all day, every day. And now he's going to play next to John Wall, who is going to have the, you know, the ball in his, the hand. ball in his hands. So, well, like, you know, those guys are similar, to be honest. but he's going to feed him. Yeah, he's going right. to, he's going to feed him more. Like that's yeah. the difference. Wall's going to f- make a point to find him. And, you know, I actually want to go to kind of the beginning of the pod because I wanted to take a shot at Smeltz there for a second when he's talking about those draft picks. That's the same thinking that netted them KG and Paul Pierce. Nah, and, I, and they won so it. many Totally games. different no, trade, no, man. No, 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 no. Totally no. Wise, different. Wise. No, stop it. stop it. Both of you guys, stop it. Both of you. They gave up <laughs> draft picks that go all the way to 2027. Do you really think that's a Jacob-level no. Evans level pick back then or, no, or no, in the no, future no. then. <laughs> but hold on. But if you win a title, on, it here's a couple matter. of things. Here's a couple of things. Not a single, I would argue not a single player on Brooklyn's roster after those trades is even better than what Kyrie Irvin is right now. And he's the third okay, best player on this team. Mm-hmm. And so if they, he shows like, up, you can't complain. You can't compare the talent level of man. I'm talking about, I'm talking about, I'm talking up, about just the picks. But the, the levels okay. of picks that they gave up and the future, they don't have basically a, a, a control of their draft all the way until what, 2028? Yeah, but hold on, but hold on, Mo. It's, it's a yes. similar gamble. It's just a better gamble because it's they're, not trading, for, they're not trading for 37-year-olds. And I think the part that people always misjudge when they're doing all of this cap space, not cap space, excuse me, asset play, yada, yada, yada. They're not in attacked. the same- <laughs> they're not in the same and yeah let's attack that they don't they don't <laughs> have to play the same game as the bucks so you can't talk about their picks the right. way you would talk about milwaukee bucks because the bucks don't go out and get kd and kyrie in the summer well, exactly so the money is different and you think you're the type of team that's going to do that from now on you're the type of team that's going to be attractive enough to do that you get to do that you're not charlotte you're it's not like the milwaukee. clippers 
You're like not Clippers Memphis. You're not New Orleans. You get to bring in two top tier free agents at one time in one fucking summer just by having the money to do it. So you can't compare them to these other teams and their little asset plays because we know Charlotte's never going to do that. Okay, but we why? know Orlando's never going to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why I'm saying you got to cut them some slack with the pick stuff if they think they're the Lakers now. Like they're permanently going to get you know big guys. I don't. I don't think that's the case. <laughs> I mean, a lot, that that depends on 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 how well this works out. Like if they right. if they if they you know bank a championship or two, it it it, it it'll have a way of like snowballing that way. Yes. If it goes the other way, which if I mean, Kevin Durant asks for a trade and or if, or if Kevin, or if Kevin <laughs> so, Durant, like I think, you know, frankly, and smelts, you know, don't you bring me. up an injury history. No, just don't yell at me. But, but is right this now. is, but is, I mean, I think the jury is still out, whether this is top five, Kevin Durant or top 15, Kevin oh, Durant still out. Seth, still out definitely. Seth, have yeah. you watched him play basketball? Yes. He's uh, but it's amazing. He looks great, he's but it's killing. so early. Man. Great, it takes, but no, but it takes time. It takes time. No, he's had, he's had like, he's had games where he's looked amazing and games where he's looked really good. And and again, that this at the level of play they're trying to get to, we nitpick. And so, 100%. you yeah. know what helps? What's going to help a uh, still recovering Kevin Durant is James James Harden. <laughs> I think this is insane the way we're talking about James right, Harden right, right now. We're acting right, like he's right, Manu right. Ginobili. Well, okay, I love Manu at, Ginobili. Listen, I'm sure you know the guy has <laughs> been on. He's, he, James Harden is the greatest no, offensive man. player of his generation, besides no, maybe Kevin on. Durant. It's Kevin Durant or Steph Curry, clearly, but uh, I digress because James Harden has shown up looking like an out of work Santa Claus from the mall. I'm sorry, (laughs) man. Like, and what's amazing is he's still like, you know, he had that 40 point 17 assist game. I mean, like the guy could clearly play. It's just like, what is he going to be on that team? Right? Like, is he going to be the primary ball handler? No, they're going to just all take turns. Uh, you know, KD is luckily very great working off the ball. Kyrie actually is really good at it when when he's doing it. It can work. I mean, it should work, right? You got three guys who can create. And what do we always say? Oh, they need another creator. They need another creator. They need another creator. This is the so first team we've smells. ever said they don't need another creator about. <laughs> I know. I know it is. Right. <laughs> but, but that's because, you know, they had Spencer Dinwiddie. They had Karis LeVert. And now they got somebody who, you know, they got a replacement for Dinwiddie who's like 10 times better. And so like just from a pure talent standpoint, that's that's awesome. But man, they got they they lost a lot of depth and I have no idea who the hell is playing defense when it comes playoff time. So I got a stat for you guys. Go for Uh it. So uh, in the three point era, the highest combined average point total in the season was the 1981-82 Denver Nuggets, where they scored 126.5 and gave up 126 per game. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, so far this this season, the Nets are averaging about a little over 118, giving up a little 113. A lot of season left to get from what is that like two to get from from 232 to to 252 in, you know, in total in their games. So the worst part and, about this, the worst part about this to me is that this totally tanks my damn KD MVP prediction. Yeah, because <laughs> he's been rolling. Like just looks incredible. No, I'm just, I'm kidding. No, it's gonna it's gonna work, but it's again as Seth said, when you are trying to be a team at the level that Brooklyn sees itself as, this is where we nitpick. And the truth of the matter is, can you uh, actually? Let me just pose this question. Okay, K- 
can you be a top three offense and a bottom five defense and win a title? Is that possible? No. You know, no. I, I, the, the thing about defense, not to say that it doesn't matter, I always think about Paul Pierce, who before KG got to the team, obviously there's no KGs on this team. But bear with me. Before you don't KG- believe that in DeAndre Jordan? You don't think DeAndre <laughs> Jordan's like KG? What's wrong with you, Oz? Well, actually, he's Bill Russell, according to Doc Rivers, but that's neither Good here rebounder. nor there. <laughs> Hold on. No, what I'm going to say is that he was, so, first of all, and Amin brings this up all the time, his reputation was in the tank, and rightfully mm-hmm. so before KG got there. He was seen as a losing player, offense first, offense only. He wasn't seen as some type of defensive-minded player. Now, hold on. The Celtics were bad, and he wasn't playing any defense. Well, the Rockets The Rockets have been like... Well, yeah, the, the, like the like these are these are players who have been like KD has been a good playoff defender, right? The other two, Kyrie's, Kyrie's no, but, fine. What saying, like, but what I'm saying though, Seth, in in, in two thousand nine, Paul Pierce was guarding Kobe, Kobe mm-hmm. freaking Bryant, and was damn good at it in the finals. Like to go from where he was at to be the level of player who could do that in a finals against fucking Kobe. That's a look. That's that's a lot. I think and again. You don't I think hard to be that. I think there's I'm a saying. difference between Paul we had don't it know and we know, and mm. there's we have some track record with with, well, with Kyrie and and Harden about. Listen, I'm just well, giving. Well, the, I got you. I got you. But let me. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. It's a lot easier to be more aggressive on Kobe Bryant when you have the eraser behind you and Kevin mm. Garnett, and when mm. you have De- DeAndre Jordan behind you. <laughs> Well, this is it's where just, just, losing Jared Allen has really hurt them. Yeah. Jared Allen has been I awesome mean, this year. They're going to play small. They're going to go Jeff Green at the five crunch time. That's what Nash has been doing already, and I think that's that's going to be a thing. And and I'm, I we saw it last year, man. You got to be able to handle the big guys at least in the finals. You know, for for Milwaukee, I mean, when they play in the playoffs, it'll be interesting because they're going to have a ton of offensive firepower. But they got to face Milwaukee, who has bigs, Philly, who has bigs. It'll be a Boston Brooklyn series would be a lot of fun because I think they have the closest to guard all three guys in Indiana, Brown, Marcus Smart, and and uh, 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 Jason Tatum, you know, and I think that could be an interesting thing for them. But it's going to be a challenge for them. This isn't. I mean, this is great. This, listen, let me be honest with you. That's They've what improved. I was about to ask you, Mike. Yeah. I, I'm not Mike Mo. If you're Clippers, Lakers, Bucks, Celtics, are you happy today? No, I mean you are not. No, no. I mean, you are not. Right. If I'm the Lakers, I don't care. Well, that's true. <laughs> I don't know, man. If I'm know. the Lakers, I, I don't, don't know. Blink. <laughs> LeBron has shown the league. <laughs> LeBron has shown an ability to get on different teams, and uh, this is it would be a LeBron move in two years to flip. I know he has a contract and with the Lakers, but I, it it was that's a really important point because ultimately the draft capital is massive, right? That's as much as you could possibly give in draft capital. But the current day roster amount that you had to give up to get James Harden is about as small as it could possibly be. Levert, I love Levert. He's great. He's His herky-jerky offensive game is so much fun. I wish he was on a bad team so he could average 35 and 5, but he's going to go to a good team, so he'll do well Fun is what you call playing. Well, he's going to plug. Here's the thing about Levert, though. So, well, Danny Green. Levert is going to plug himself right in, like, perfectly in with the Pacers because he's so much like Oladipo. 
Now, he's not maybe he's not as good of an off the ball shooter, but I, I do think that they can with what they're doing, they're going to unlock some cutting with him and his explosiveness is really I mean, he's going to score easy buckets. In, he's in just going to keep running into Sabonis's back, though. Every, yeah. I mean, what? they both Look, operate in the same surface territory. That's the only issue. But I mean, I feel like Indiana and Brooklyn might like Bro- Brooklyn would probably beat them in a seven game series. We're going to talk it's about not gonna this be, tomorrow, Dave. Save some. In, yeah, Indiana. we will. But so Indiana, I like Indiana a lot. We'll get we'll get into Indiana's. A, Indiana's the like mem- I forget what team it was that the Heat quote unquote didn't want to face the in the Wizards. Eastern Conference. <laughs> yeah, it's the Wizards. Relax. Wall Indiana's, and Beal, baby. They don't want to play Relax. us. Relax. This is what we're doing right now. Okay. But it'll, it'll, <laughs> listen, like the Nets got better. If we're or they did, just, yes. they got better. There's no question about it. And yeah. Mike's right in the sense of like they did get a whole, you know, basically an offensive system in, in right. Harden, right? And what he can do and the way they can stagger and things and rotate and, and stuff like that and constantly stay scoring. And they're not so dependent necessarily on just Kyrie uh, or, or KD now. But the big questions are going to be what's going to happen in the playoffs? Because that's really what's going to matter for them. And for me, this is where I get concerned because I just don't think they're going to play good enough defense. Sorry, I got the I understand the Paul Pierce story and all that stuff. I just don't think you're going to get enough defense out of Kyrie Irving, out of uh, James Harden. Um, I don't think you have enough on the wings with Joe Harris and Landry Shamit. You know, KD is probably their best defender at this point, you know, and he's Joe coming Harris off is fine. But. I just I just don't know when this is completely not worked. When teams have just said pure talent play and it didn't work. Like like completely. last year the Clippers. I well, mean I get, okay. What yes. about that what about so much better Kobe, Clippers, Kobe Dwight and Steve Nash? Kobe Dwight and Steve Nash with no back. Okay, I mean sure. If you if you want to compare these cats to those So was you got them to the finals then, right? I'm Hell yeah. I had, I actually had them to the finals before this because oh, I hate crazy. Boston and I hate Milwaukee. <laughs> like, I hate their teams. Like, not like his people. I just don't like the construction. Yeah. Did you pick teams. Philly in the restricted area? Uh, no, 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 no. I picked, I, picked, I picked Boston. I picked Philly last year for the same reason, by the way. Talent. <laughs> you got to look. Listen, uh, actually, I just pick a different right there, team. Isn't it? <laughs> that is the answer. <laughs> I just pick a different team uh, on every show at the beginning of the year. It doesn't really matter anyway. All right, that's going to do it for, for our little rapid reaction. Uh, we're going to go right back to our regularly scheduled programming, uh, I guess, unless, you know, Kevin Durant does ask for that trade uh, <laughs> tomorrow. You know, uh, All right, yeah, later, y'all. Uh, but yeah, for the guys, I'm Dave, and uh, we'll catch you soon.